to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. It's really hard to ask for help sometimes. That's true whether you need professional help for depression or you just need a ride to the airport. I did a quick Instagram survey and found that 85% of you agreed that you have trouble asking for help. So if you struggle with this, trust that you're not alone. But speaking of alone, we're not meant to survive all alone. We get along in life so much better when we ask other people for help and then when we help them with things too. We accomplish more when we cooperate, but productivity isn't the only reason that we should ask other people for help. Other people often have wisdom, skills, and resources that can benefit us. And those things are often just there for the taking if we ask. Life gets easier when we tell people what we need and when we're open to helping when they tell us what they need. I can't tell you how many people come into my therapy office saying how difficult it was for them to make that initial phone call to ask for help. Most of them are really scared to admit that they needed help in the first place. And then they were scared to make the phone call and then even more scared to come to the first appointment. But once they did, they realized it wasn't so bad. I've never had anybody say, gee, I wish I would have waited longer to get help. And often our treatment goals involve asking other people for help too. A lot of unnecessary stress in life comes from our unwillingness to ask somebody to help and we try to do everything on our own. Like asking another parent though to just pick your kids up from soccer practice or asking a family member for help picking out a new laptop could save you tons of time and energy and probably trouble. But I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes I think it's easier to ask for something tangible, like you ask a friend to help you make food for an event. But it's harder to ask for something less tangible, like emotional support. The reason it's so hard to ask for help boils down to four basic reasons. Number one, the fear that the person will say no. More often than not, though, people are more eager to help us than we give them credit for. And sure, they might say no sometimes, but it's usually not all that painful to tolerate, not as bad as we expect. There's also the fear that somebody will say yes, but then they really don't want to do it. And then we feel guilty. We think that if they don't want to do something, but they say yes, then they're going to feel committed and we feel guilty. But if someone really doesn't want to do something, it's their job to say no. And if they commit and then they're upset about it, that's their fault, not yours. Then there's a fear that other people are going to think that we're weak. We all have the fear sometimes that we're going to be judged because we asked for help. But when you ask someone for help, they're more likely to see you as relatable. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the reason people like you isn't because you're independent all the time. Other people relate to your struggles. And in fact, it takes a lot of mental strength to ask for help. It's easy to pretend like you have everything all together and that you can do everything on your own. But it's much tougher to acknowledge that you could use a helping hand. Finally, there's the fear that if somebody does something nice for us, we're then going to owe them a favor. But nobody really likes a transactional relationship. 
but only you know if your relationship is really about keeping score or whether it's just your brain that's telling you that you now owe your friend something. A healthy relationship should involve helping each other, but it shouldn't necessarily involve keeping score to make sure that everything is even. But sometimes the relationship isn't actually like that. We just put pressure on ourselves. We think if our friend helps us, we must make it up to them as soon as possible. But much of the time, the other person isn't actually expecting us to do that. So most of our fears are actually unfounded. People aren't nearly as upset by our requests, and they don't tend to get as annoyed as we think that they will if we ask for help. In fact, I'll let you in on a little secret. Asking someone for a favor might actually make them like you even more. It's dubbed the Benjamin Franklin effect, since it's a strategy that Ben Franklin apparently used to use. But research shows that it's accurate. When someone is kind to you, they'll actually like you more. So if you ask them for a favor and they do it, their brain recognizes that they are kind to you and their kind behavior towards you must mean that they like you. Of course, constantly asking for favors or complaining about people when they do try to do something to be nice isn't going to help you gain any friends. But asking for a little help sometimes actually increases how much the helper likes you. Here are four things that you can do when it's tough to ask for help. Number one, acknowledge what makes it hard. When you're thinking about whether to ask for help, pause and take a minute and just think about what's making you hesitate. You don't necessarily have to announce to anyone else why it's hard to ask for help, but do acknowledge it to yourself. Once you recognize what your fear is, you can make a healthier, more rational decision. You might decide to face that fear by asking for help, even though it feels uncomfortable. Number two, say what you need. You might be tempted to hint around that you could use a little help rather than outright ask. That's because rejection stings and we don't want to feel rejected. So instead of just asking and there being a chance that the person might say no, we just kind of hint around hoping that they'll pick up on it. But people aren't as likely to pick up on your hint as you might give them credit for. And that might leave you feeling frustrated and then you'll be less likely to ask for help in the future. In fact, there's research that shows people with low self-esteem are most likely to do this. There's a study from 2018. It was published in Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. And it found that people with low self-esteem seek indirect support, which means that they tend to sulk or complain. So rather than ask for help, they show people that they feel sad or that they're frustrated in hopes the other person will just offer support. Ironically, those strategies tend to backfire and are more likely to prompt a negative reaction from other people. That furthers their belief that no one wants to help them or that they aren't good enough. Other people aren't mind readers. And if you don't say what you need, they won't know how to help. So instead of complaining about how much you have to do, ask someone if they can help you out with a task. Or instead of sulking about the fact that no one invited you to do something, speak up and ask if you can join. If you're not used to asking for help directly, try it as an experiment and see what happens. You might find that even if someone says no, dealing with a rejection isn't as bad as you fear. Number three, ask a yes or no question. So often when we ask for help, we say something like, hey, if you're available on Saturday afternoon, I could use the help. And then the other person says, okay. And you're left not sure whether they just agreed to help or they agreed to help only if they're not busy. That confusion leads to misunderstanding and hurt feelings and a lot of unnecessary frustration. 
You can clear all of this up just by asking a yes or no question. Ask, can you help me move the couch out of my living room on Saturday afternoon at two o'clock? And wait to see what they have for an answer. And then you might add something like, I don't need to know right now if you aren't sure, but if you could let me know by tomorrow afternoon, that would be really helpful. When you make your request clear, other people are clear with their answer. Number four, accept the response. Whatever response you get from someone, accept it. If they say no, just say okay and move on. The same goes for if they say yes, because sometimes when people say yes, we say things like, are you sure? Or, but only if you want to. It's almost like we start talking them out of it as soon as they agree. Just be gracious and say thank you. Show appreciation for their willingness to help you. And trust that if they really don't want to help you do something, that they'll say no. And it's their job to make that decision for themselves. You don't have to talk them into it or talk them out of it. If they accept, there's no reason to feel bad or second guess yourself for asking them. So practice asking for help with small things to begin with. It makes it much easier to ask for help down the road if you encounter something difficult. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.